All right, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, it is episode 19, August 18th, 2020, and uh, we got padded practices finally starting on the NFL practice field. This is exciting. The injuries are coming along with it, though, and we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and everything in between. That right there is Rob. How are you? Yo, yo, yo. Doing good. Got the vino flowing. We're feeling the vibe. Jordan, uh, what do you? Oh, Jordan's got the vino. He's looking good. Thank you. Jordan, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing good, thanks. Thanks for asking. Rye, how are you? I am. I'm fantastic. Yeah. Diehard Broncos fan. Yes, sir. All right. Please follow us on Twitter at RealityFFP and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you enjoy what you uh, you hear, tell a friend about it. We're going to get into some running back news and wide receiver news. Lots of things starting to happen, and it's getting exciting as we get closer to the uh, week one start. How do you guys feel about getting excited, getting uh, draft day coming up here in what, three weeks? This draft day, I don't know if it's all the, uh, I don't know, just the uncertainty of, oh my goodness, will the season happen? And oh my goodness, the season's going to happen. But like this draft day has snuck up on me like no other draft day. Like it always kind of is like, holy crap, it's like a month away. But now it's like three weeks away till Labor Day insane like i'm not ready i thought you were gonna come up with something quick for like it snuck up on me like something would have been better than holy crap you know what i mean (laughs) what sneaks up on you i don't a mouse i mean i'm not a i'm not like a five-year-old child like nothing really you you haven't been scared yet like turning a corner and someone jumps out i can't remember the last time i've been snuck up on by anything there was that one time the dark alley Remember? When you snuck up on me <laughs> from behind, yeah, boo, with a mouse, ironically, with a mouse in your hand, Did mice? it was like no, yeah, you had like a you had a uh, you had a paper towel roll and a mouse, and I'm like ah, <laughs> boo. Do you know this is this draft? I'm really ex- excited for the draft, but uh, hard knocks first episode out to NFL Network oh. is pretty pretty sweet. Gets you jacked. Can- can we talk about that for a second? This is what I was going to say, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Is I was going to say is if the coaches, like I think that was that Vanette guy, the tight end for Kate, um, the Chargers who got caught, and he was so mad. But the first oh. thing the coach said is like, this season's this season's up and down. We don't know what's coming. We don't know if it, yes. we don't know how who's going to get hurt. You know the program. Yes. You know uh, what's the ins and outs of our team. So just hold tight. This season is going to be like no other. So just relax. Yeah, you got cut because you suck a little bit more than the other people. But we're going to call you back. If, we're going to call you back. Because this, this season's up in the air. So if the yeah, coaches man. are saying this, players are getting mad. It's just this fantasy football season is going to be nuts. You're gonna, I think you're going to have to be a, a Wonder Woman of the waiver wire in order to, to win this season. Yeah. Throwing out the magic, the magic uh, whip. Yeah, I don't know how that applies. But anyway, no, that was awesome. Like, he's just like, we're calling you back. Like, there will be guys that are going to get sick, and we're going to need you at some point. Like, the coaches have already resigned themselves to the fact that guys are going to get COVID. They're going to miss games. So, like, even practice squad squad guys, guys that are cut, I think uh, Lynn even said, like, even if it's not us, it's going to be another team is going to call yep. you. So be ready. Stay in shape. Like, this is unlike any season there's ever been. There, there are going to be guys 
being rostered in the NFL that would never have had a chance before. Mm -hmm. So be ready. Like it's just, it's insane. On the other side of it, it it made me really, um, it made me confident that the season's going to happen though. Yeah. Because man, they're taking it serious. Like twice a day. The way they're getting tested, even that one guy, there was the one guy on, I can't remember if it was the Rams or the Chargers, the one rookie who tested positive in the morning, and he's gone. Yep. 14 days out of the team, though. They're on it, right? So they held him for 10, 10, 10, 10. Does it make me a bad person that I have not seen Hard Knocks? Yeah, Yeah, man. man. I got to get on that. It was probably one of the better uh, episodes in a while, actually. It was cool. Like, all the the new protocol stuff. I don't know. I just found it very... uh, intriguing if you haven't watched it go check it, it just out. Ma- it's football and it's real football it's uncharted waters that we're traveling in it's like we're uncharted waters in a sailboat you want you want to have a strong boat and i think the nfl is giving us the strongest boat they have they're looking at other te- i think they have a head start as to what other teams have done already and they're just kind of taking a balance of the two McVeigh's a cool dude man i, I don't want to yeah. ruin hard knocks for you right but it's good yeah. it's good it's two teams and so. and and just like they are um, kind of preparing for the worst as far as people missing games, guys missing games, I think that translates into our fantasy leagues. Like for all you uh, guys that are um, commissioners in the fantasy league, like you have to put extra IR spots in place, maybe an extra bench. I don't know how you're going to work things, but uh, you have to be prepared for it because guys may, and maybe major guys are going to miss games. And uh, even the NFL teams are ready for that. So we better be ready for that as fantasy guys too. You just got to adapt to the times. Yeah, man. It's going to be, in a way, I mean, I don't want to sound sick, but it's kind of exciting. Like it's good. It's going to be ad. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not exciting. That was over the line. Yeah. Maybe I'm just excited to, it gave me confidence that the the season's going to happen. And even, um, even baseball's kind of got their act together a bit. There was that bit of a scare off the start with Miami. They were screwing around, going out clubbing and getting with the ladies and the dudes and the, and everything else in between. And wasn't there someone on Seattle that was trying to do that, bring in a girl or something to the hotel. He dressed her up as a player and and he got cut. Oh my goodness. And he was cut immediately. Boom. You're out. Um, Okay. Let's wait one more quick stat. I think okay. out of all the NFL teams and all the players, there's only like 15 that have tested positive. And most of them are already off of the list. I, I read yeah, that. And I think the tests must be getting better too. Like they, they yes. know right away. They're doing the double tests. It looks like it's a blood, the blood test and then the nose swab test. So they're able to tell if people have it right now or if they've had it at all. And it seems like it's pretty immediate because they got that one guy off the team and back to his hotel room that morning yeah. before he even was in contact. Nobody even on on the team knew where he was. They're like, hey, where's, uh, I can't remember his name. He's a rookie. Where is he? Well, he's back at the hotel room chilling for 10 days until he gets huh. to, I think, no, no, um, no uh, Heads up. symptoms, Woman. no symptoms, and then two negative tests over three or four days, and then you're back. So, you're back man, it gave me a bit of confidence that they're on it. And I think we're going to have fantasy football, man, which was... Oh, uh, it can't come soon enough. It's, it's exciting. All right. Let's talk about some uh, some news headlines here. First up, a uh, little bit of um, little bit of hype for Miles Sanders here. Doug Ooh, Peterson telling him that he is the guy. I, I don't know whether to believe this. We, we saw him get off to a kind of a slow start last year, but there was other guys there. And then as it 
the season progressed, Miles Sanders really did turn it on. He was amazing on the last half. So are we buying into this or is this just Peterson throwing a smoke screen and he's going to go back to his committee ways? What do you think, Jordy? What do I think? I think it's a Liam Nielsen movie, this whole Philadelphia offense. Coming to get him? Yeah, it's... He has no choice but to go with Miles Sanders. I think I think what he says is partially true. I know it's kind of a vague answer. I think they're they're trying to pump him up. Like every time I go on Twitter or the internet, all I hear is about Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders. Oh, it, he's getting hyped. He's it, it's almost like okay, pump the brakes a little, bro. Like yeah, he's good. Yeah, when he had the chance, he did well. But Boston Scott. Is no, he's still there. No little grocery. Yeah, there's, there's, he's, he's no uh, grocery bag that you just toss aside when you're done with it. This guy's no. gonna be, he's gonna be part of the offense as he's well. No dis- disposable PPE. Yeah, he, I think he, Miles Sanders is gonna be the guy when they need a running back, obviously. But my, but Scott's gonna go in there and he's gonna carve a big role out of this Philly team. Um, Do you think he'll be kind of like a like an Eckler when when Melvin Gordon was in with the Chargers? You think yeah. Boston Scott might kind of have that, like, just an he, awesome player that's not really a running back? Man, if that's the case, then you got to love Sanders. <laughs> oh, but right? I, Boston Scott isn't nothing. Like, he, he's there, and he's a good player, and he, and he receives the ball well. He had four touchdowns in the end, uh, the last four games last year. So when Howard was gone, Sanders was hurt. Boston Scott came in to show that he could – he could live up to his potential. He's a small dude, guy. He's shifty. He's good. Dude, even when Scott was doing that, Sanders was still getting his. That's the thing. Yeah, but- and that could have, excuse me, that could have just been a result of the fact that everyone was hurt on that team. Like even Zach Ertz is out there playing like on one leg and half a shoulder. So it could, it could have been a byproduct of that. That but sounded like a we gotta, chicken deal. <laughs> Ooh, greasy box. Listen, Miles Sanders, the thing with him is we got to remember this kid is still only 23 years old. He was a rookie last year. He Miles Sanders was uh he was Dobbins. He was maybe not Taylor, but he was Swift. Like the hype on this guy coming into last year was kind of similar to some of these guys that were overhyping. Like it's you always like the big shiny new gift that you haven't played with yet, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Miles Sanders was these guys. He was a second round pick from Philly last year. Uh, he has a year experience now. And after the bye, when Howard was out of the picture and they kind of turned to Sanders as as the guy, Sanders was phenomenal. He, he ran the ball amazing. He was four yards per carry and over just about every game. Uh, he was in involved in the passing game, catching, getting like five, six targets a game, catching five, uh, let's see here, four, five, three out of the last like seven games, every game. Like he was a huge part of the passing game. So, I mean, I, if he can continue on and if the, if the, if Doug Peterson, the coach is, is dedicated to him, the only little thing is, like you said, Peterson has not always had the track record of just relying on one workhorse. But I'm not really worried about yeah. Boston Scott. It's not that I'm worried about Boston Scott. I just think because of Peterson's history, it's not just going to be the Miles Sanders show. Philly was seventh in rushing attempts last year and 13th in rushing TDs. So if mm, Sanders even yeah. gets, you know, 10, 8, 10, 
he's going to be up there. But I just think that this this hype of Sanders is get is going through the roof. Like you just got to relax a little. Is bit. Is he a first round pick for you guys? At keeper, in, uh, yeah, I think so. Redraft year, redraft leagues, I wouldn't draft him in the first round. Like I, I don't know if I have Sanders in. Man, I don't know if I have him in my top ten running backs. I think I could pick ten other running backs that wow. I would take over Sanders. That, I, think he, that, he, I mean, the, I think these days that's almost a hot take. I mean, he. I think he's there. I think he's he's pushing it, but. If you put my 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 foot to the fire right now, I I could probably come up with ten other running backs I'd rather have. I mean, don't That's make fair. me do it, but I think I could. Yeah. Um, I like him. That being that being said, I still think he has some monster upside. But we got to remember, the Eagles are going to have some players back this year, and when when Miles Sanders made hay, there was literally nobody there. Yeah. Their offense was ravaged. Jeffrey was was down. Ertz was hurt. Uh, um, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was out. They like, had they no had, wide receivers. It was Miles Sanders. Nobody. But he did. He did good. I guess my point is that I I, I like Miles Sanders, but I find there's value. If you put my foot to the fire, I punch you in the face. First of all, yeah, that's really especially weird. if I had hay on it. But I'm saying there's value in Boston or, Scott. Yeah. I think that. Because so of you, Peterson's what? past, so do, you, do you think I, Boston Scott's even going to be like drafted? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think someone will take him and standalone value, or just if something happens to Miles Sanders. No, I think standalone value. I think he's going to carve a bigger role than what everyone's, especially passing downs. He has that Sproles kind of feel, right? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, no man. question. Who how, and how many years was Sproles that sneaky guy you'd put in your flex and especially if you're in a PPR league, even half point PPR, those exactly, kind of guys which, have a little bit of value, no question. Hundred percent. And most leagues are going that and way. And there's like, no one else there, so it's just if the two you're of not, do you know that Holyfield guy was pretty good for Georgia, but he was undrafted and they don't use him. Public service announcement: If your league is not at least half point per reception. Like, start just chirping the crap out of your commissioner because you got to get with the program. If you're still playing standard, no PPR at all. Ugh. Yeah, it balances things out a lot it's, better. Yeah, it's it's more fun. More points, more fun. Let's move on to uh, the next one here, guys. Melvin Gordon apparently Ooh. struggling with the Denver altitude. I don't like, is this something that is a long term? Like, doesn't it just take a couple of days to get over this? I don't know. But if this is a problem for him, what, what do you think? Are you guys high on Melvin Gordon in the I, first place? This, that, that is a great question, Ryan, because my first question is, how is he adapting to the Denver atmosphere <laughs> with how high like, he is? Maybe that yeah. has something to do with Did him. I say atmosphere? No, no I said, said atmosphere. You said he? how high. Oh, <laughs> yes. I got you. I'm so, right there with you. So I'm nah. The guys get he's 27 years old. He's played in Denver twice a year for his whole career, and his numbers aren't that bad. His first game back last year was from the holdout was probably his worst. But at week 13, after the bye, he had five yards per carry, 5.5 yards per reception. It's just adapting. I, I went to Denver for a game. and I and How high did you get? I, well, by no means am I a fine-tuned athlete. But I had to take a leak behind a train, and the, my group of people were walking in front of me. And I had to run to catch up to them. I was out of breath. So, and you, and you just peed. Yeah. So I should. I should be. Imagine twenty carries. Yeah. 
catching the ball. So I, I feel his pain. And and but you know what? By the time I walked to the stadium, I felt great. I didn't. I didn't. feel his pain. Yeah, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. Then I had a couple beers. Who do you we think is the starter there? Honest question. Who's the starter man, in Denver? I don't. I I can see Denver being muddy waters, man. Just a like a great jazz musician. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't think Philip. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Philip Lindsay is going anywhere. This kid. What is there any more? Just like underrated, disrespected running back than poor Philip Lindsay. What else does this kid need to do? Melvin Gordon, I think, had one game all last year where he rushed for over 100 yards. Philip Lindsay had two. I mean, I know that's only one more. <laughs> Doubled him. <laughs> but still, this guy, you look at his fantasy numbers every week, like he gets it done. Uh, yeah. I just I, I just think th- this backfield, nobody's going to completely just take charge of it. They're going to play the hot hand. Gordon, yeah, he's yeah. He, he may be the one you want, but these guys are going to be both running back to – flex players gordon's not going to be a running back one they paid him though to come in and be the rb1 they tried philip Lindsay. i know they did i know but they tried philip Lindsay to be the starting running back he's just a spark and i think this helps the denver broncos going forward having both guys like i think that you 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 throw gordon in he plays his downs. You need a spark. You put Lindsay in. Everyone says Lindsay's a terrible pass catcher. He's had like thirty-five carries, roughly. I don't get that? Like he—he's not too bad of a of a, of a receiver out of the backfield. Like he's—he's he's a spark. Every time that guy touches the ball, it's a spark. He goes. Yeah. Like he did—he didn't have a rushing or sorry, he didn't have a receiving touchdown. Yeah, but you don't need that now with the offense that they've built around Drew Locke. You have two great. Running backs, Melvin Gordon, who's a proven goal line guy. He can catch the ball. He'll probably rush for a thousand yards this year. And you have Philip Lindsay, who's probably the most disrespected Muddy Waters jazz band running back that you've ever heard or seen in your yes. life. Two thousand, like two Pro Bowls, two years undrafted. He always plays with yep. a chip on his shoulder. That's the point. Yep. That's what I'm trying to get. At. Yep. This guy here, he's going to play and he's going to continue to do it. You don't think that bringing in a guy like Melvin Gordon, Mr. John Elway, didn't do this to try to spark mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay? Maybe they want Philip Lindsay to be the guy and, and Gordon comes in as the backup. It doesn't, who knows? As a football team, I think it's great as a fantasy football owner. Yeah. You got to pick your battle. If you want, I think Gordon's going a lot earlier than Lindsay. You may get I was a lot just more gonna, I was just going to ask. Okay, go ahead, that, Ryan. That, that's the question. Like, do you take hey, Melvin, Ryan's here. Oh, <laughs> do you take Melvin Gordon at his ADP, or do you wait if you believe that maybe Philip Lindsay can do something in that offense? That's what I'm talking about, man. Like, like Jordy said, as a Denver fan, this is an awesome problem to have because you're going to have two guys that can get it done. Locke's going to be slinging it around to his new weapons in the offense, and and these two guys, I think, are both going to feast, but. To Ryan's point, why pay up for Melvin Gordon? I wish I had the ADP offhand. I'm, right I'm now looking it up right now. Keep keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll pull uh, it. I I why pay up for Melvin Gordon when I bet you ultimately when you know you got uh, at the end of the thing suit to nuts 
Philip Lindsay probably will be right there fantasy point-wise with Melvin Gordon come the end of the season. And maybe even week to week, which is the important thing, right? I mean, looking at end of season fantasy points is always like a, a red herring because that can get you in trouble. That's a, a fool's gold play to be looking at end of season fantasy points. I mean, week to week's what you want. That's what wins you weeks. I think week to week, I bet you Philip Lindsay might only be a point or two less than Gordon and maybe outscore him a couple I of weeks. I don't know, so, though, because so so Melvin, what's, what's, the, what's, the so, AD, what's the ADP, right? So Melvin Gordon is going at the 28 spot. Ooh, that's high. Overall, 28 overall. 28 overall, and Philip Lindsay is at 90. Okay, I'm Dude. taking Lindsay. Mystery solved. Perry Mason just Crack the code. the gavel. <laughs> all the references. Yeah, but okay. do you know what, though? is uh, Gordon, all he has to do, though, is get the goal line, which he's going to get the goal line. So if he get, if they if Philip Lindsay rushes them from the goal, from the 30 in, Gordon right there, boom, six points, done, TD. I think Gordon's going to get all the touchdowns. Think think of what you can get a second round. You can get right. a second I'm round taking pick. Philip you... Lindsay. Oh, did you? Yes, I'm just saying that okay, Gordon is going to get the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, but... You can in a second in the second round you can get a legit true number one. Gordon is a thir- third round, but third round, yeah, almost. at twenty eight he'd be a third round pick. Okay, a high third round pick, but you're still looking. If you've at- drafted crazy two wide receivers or a wide receiver and a tight end, and you're looking for a running back one. I'd have to see the guys around Gordon to compare if I would take him or not. But if he's going to be a running back one, you better be solid other places. Yeah, yeah, you right. can't go into the you can't go into this season with Melvin Gordon as your running back, like, unless you're jacked. You're ta- else. If you're telling me seven rounds later, I can get Philip Lindsay for basically free. Like, what's going in round nine? Like round nine, you're picking your backup quarterback. Yeah, like forget about it. You can get a guy that could potentially be giving you double digit points every week at the running back spot in the flex. I'll take yeah, you're that, down man. into the, you're down into that range where you're taking some some flyers on some of the rookies that we just don't know what they're gonna do. I just bottom line, I cannot imagine okay. they're just gonna they're not gonna just throw Lindsay out. No, to exactly it's like Jordan Howard and Brita, same thing. Who knows? I'm not gonna anyway. Yeah, yeah, those are the guys that are going around. You could get you're talking about Philip Lindsay or a Jordan Howard, a Matt That's Brita. the same. Yeah, and if you're Man, a Keyshawn Vaughn, you just don't know. Keyshawn Vaughn was listed as the starting running back for the Lions today. Keyshawn Vaughn for the Lions. Keyshawn Johnson, I said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> carry on, carry, carry on, Johnson. Johnson. Get your life together, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of speaking of running backs that can catch the ball, there are way too many Johnsons in football. Josh Jacobs says that he wants has a goal wants to oh. whatever you want to say he wants 60 balls to be caught i oh. said i said that horrible josh jacobs <laughs> wants so to many catch Johnsons. 60 balls so many johnsons and balls if he catches 60 passes this guy's a top 5 running back yeah if I, no I don't think it's going to happen no i don't way. think it's going to happen no but way. i like that he's thinking that way i like that he's focused on catching more Listen, this guy came into the league with the the upside part of his game being the receiving game. Out of college, hurt, yeah. Uh, sorry, what did I say? Yeah, no, you're no, right. You yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just agreeing with yeah, you. I, I thought, yeah, I thought I screwed up. <laughs> I'm drinking some nice red. Listen, he hardly, he hardly had any targets last year. There were games where he did not receive 
a target, which is, it's ridiculous. The way he came in to the NFL, out of the college, the college, <laughs> um, <laughs> He was he was known as a receiving back. Like it, it baffles me that Gruden didn't get him more involved in the in the passing game. So I mean, sixty might be a little bit a little bit of a lofty target, but man, if he, if he can even get forty or fifty catches to go along with what he is like so good at in the running game, like he lit it up last year in the running game. You add 40, 50 catches to that. Even with that, I think he's pushing top five running back. Even if he takes one one or two of those little dump off passes to the house or something, think yes. about his numbers at the end of the year. He did not have one receiving touchdown last year. That's ridiculous. You you gotta tell me it would be out of the question for Jacobs to have three touchdowns out of the receiving game. That's no. quite feasible. You add those eighteen points to what he already did. Right there, he's right up into the top ten. So you add some more yards to that. I mean, but you're talking. Dude, you're I, talking. Like I almost, love Jacobs, man. You're tripling his. He had twenty targets last year. Yeah. So you're saying they're gonna twenty tri- targets like, or twenty receptions? Uh, it could be receptions. Targets. I don't have it in front. Targets. targets. Oh my goodness. Three for five, eight. See the minute. Add really quick. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Is it twenty? So only had twenty targets last year. Jalen Richard. They just signed to a two-year seven million. Twenty, I think he had twenty-seven targets. Oh, did I twenty-seven targets? Seven, so twenty. That's still yeah. ridiculous. That's still super yeah, but low. Richard, they signed him for two years, seven million. Like that's that's not chump change, and he didn't just, get one I, touchdown last year either. So I I, I, I think, think Bowden's gonna play a major factor in this. I think okay, Bowden, I can get on board with yeah. The whole the whole slot game, Rhett Waller, Renfro. Jacobs, I don't. I just can't see the. Some of these rookies, they're all gung ho. They're going fishing with a fishing net. You know, they they want everything all at once. Just sometimes, the fresher you are, you take a couple plays off. You come back and you're better than what you were. So just take it easy, know your role, and be the best that you can at it. Yes, he's a great receiver, but there's also other guys on the team that are great receivers. So if you can go out there and rush the ball for thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred yards, which I think is possible for jacobs then why not just do that to the best that you can you're going to get the rushing touchdowns and if the passing game comes to you just focus on what you're doing and what what they they brought you in to do don't i can't help but feel i i I watch obviously i'm a raiders fan i watched every single snap last year and i can't help but feel that there was something off after he hurt his shoulder in week seven bingo it just he came off the field on every third down. It was it was really really weird. I think there was some. I think he was more hurt. Whether he couldn't do the pass protection, whether he couldn't catch the ball, I think there was something to that. And I think Gruden is going to be out to prove everyone wrong this year. I don't. I don't think it's even a debate that he was not healthy for most of last year. He was playing through some serious pain. Okay, so how did he Gruden get hurt? is protecting the dude? The more you like, just. Just do your role. Just keep playing. They are, they have know, their man. pass catching back. You're getting hey, the. Do rock. you want more fantasy points or not, Jordan? What are you saying right yeah. now? I'm saying you will get more fantasy points if he stays healthy and he plays what they've wanted him to play. Or or he showed how tough he was to play through a serious injury that maybe some guys would have tapped out, and he kept pushing through it. Uh, I think that sometimes less is more, man. 
Like the, if if he's fresh on the field, he's getting all the goal line. He's getting if he gets the odd swing pass or whatever, good. But you don't have to be I out can, there every single snap in order to to be the best or at what you but do. But if if he wants to be one of the elite, he does have to because that's what the elite guys do. They don't leave the Christian field. Christian McCaffrey never came off the field. They don't leave the field, man. And I think it's actually better for the offense if he doesn't. And Gruden has proved, like, throughout his career that he would prefer probably to have that workhorse back. Good. And you have a guy that can do it all. Enjoy, like, 13, 14 games a year. Yeah, maybe. I mean... He is a bit like I like him. He's a big, I think he's solid good. kid. Just... He's still he's still young. <laughs> I love I love how Jordan spends so much time bashing it. He was a like, young rookie like... last year too, eh? Like he was what twenty one years yeah, old. Yeah, he a was rookie. a young guy. Yeah, that's a young dude. So maybe he can you take get that year of experience. Okay. I just think you even add, you don't have to add much to what he already for how good he was last year. Um, was he? What he finished like? Quarterback around fifteen and half point PPR, I don't really fifteen quarterback, to eighteen. But quarterback, I don't right? think. Oh my god! I, I don't think he was. Why do I always say? Why do I always say quarterback? He sucked. Running back. Up. He was running back around like think sixteen and half point PPR. Yeah, it's not much of a leap. You add a couple. Like I said, he didn't have one receiving touchdown. You add even two receiving touchdowns, and that was missing a couple of games too because he yes. played so much. Or no, or he much. just friggin' got hurt, man. Maybe like running backs get hurt exactly so stay, know your role and know your lane know. stay within it you're a good but running you can't back. Just, you, you can't just assume the guy's gonna get hurt yeah you can't no you can't i don't know i like him i think he's good i hope he gets 60 receptions i think yeah i think he's, he's a i listen I you're you always just playing that you're always playing the numbers game right he has the potential to be that guy he has the potential to be a top five running back and the fact you have to still you have to still love the fact that he's saying it, that he wants it, right? The last thing you want is some guy that's wishy-washy, doesn't really care if you get... The fact he's saying, I want to catch 60 balls, man, as a as a Raiders fan, as a, a fantasy guy that owns him, I would love that. I just I just love that, that he wants it, because he's going to... If he's saying that public, he's saying that to the coach. So the coach is going to hear it, and he may be saying, hey, okay, you want this kid? Let's give it to you. And maybe you're right, Jordy. Maybe he does get hurt. But I think Bishop then, Sankey then, says, then we'll I know. think Bishop Sankey said the same thing. Please don't compare Josh Jacobs to Bishop <laughs> I, I, Sankey. I okay, we got to move on. Uh, let's talk about a couple of wide receivers here, boys. Uh, Des Bryant is reportedly going to do a workout for the Ravens this week. Who's Des, Des Bryant? Oh, my goodness. It me? feels like he has been out of the league forever. <laughs> He's on like um, but NFL he wants to get back 2016. <laughs> I thought you were going to say life support. <laughs> no. He's the, he's the Mr. Miyagi of like How? the Baltimore. If he goes to the Baltimore, he'll be like Duvernay, wax on, wax off. Marquise Brown, paint the fence. You know, all these young wide receivers are going to look up to this guy and and be but is des bryant that guy i think des bryant's a cool dude man i i would love him is des bryant the hey make my young guys a better wide receiver yeah they'll be maybe he's changed in the years that he's he has to be let he's in great shape i was the dude i was quite pumped he's ready to go i was quite surprised he's only 31 years old yeah, he's two year, he's two years younger than than Emmanuel Sanders and seventy years younger than Colonel Sanders <laughs> <laughs> with the same amount of grease. If you've looked at it, no. Do you know what though? That's funny, man. 
and bigger thighs. Because every time I get the three piece, they get me thinking the, oh. the littlest piece. You have to ask for the breast, oh. and then they probably charge you more. Um, if you, if you I've got so many things. I yeah, want to we got to keep it clean. Okay, let's keep it on okay, uh, fantasy listen. football. Okay, Brown is twenty three. He's their speedster. Duvernay's twenty two. Young guy. Boykin. Slot guy. Twenty three. He's probably the most yeah. comparable to Des Bryant so in size. Is, Six four two twenty. He but he didn't do much. So I think Jordy. Yes. Is this uh, are they bringing Des Bryant in to just be kind of like the the mentor for these young guys, or did they want Des Bryant on the field? 80% of the stats. I'm glad that you interrupted me because I was just about to get to this point. <laughs> Nothing I do better than interrupt you. Is they want him for that big red zone, the possession wide receiver. They don't have anyone like that. Brown and Duvernay Andrews. So, so, no, I think Mark Andrews are tight. Like it's it's totally different. Mark Andrews does his thing. Des but Bryant his whole gives game them, was predicated on catching touchdowns. I know, but Des Bryant's a big dude. Look at the size of their wide receivers. I was saying Boykin is their closest guy who's comparable in size, and they had Des nothing Bryant like that. Des Bryant is a red zone monster. I would love to see him on Baltimore. As a Baltimore and He's got to be Jack. Fan, going, I would love to see oh, him. Going with Lamar Jackson, one of the best offenses, good defense. I would love to see him play in Baltimore. If he's the Des we remember. Okay. If he's the Des we remember. Real quick, we're going to have to move on, but do you draft him? If he, if he gets signed by the Ravens and he's playing oh, yeah. and he's on oh, their yeah. team? Des Bryant oh, yeah. if, gets drafted. If he's like on their roster, yeah. I mean, not high, obviously, but throw him on your bench. The upside's there. All right, let's move on. Justin Jefferson, apparently, according to the coaching staff in Minnesota, is exactly what we drafted. Now, I have to assume that he means a replacement for Stefan Diggs in this offense. What do you what what's the upside of Justin Jefferson? Huge. He said, "If if he's gonna go in and, and right off the bat take over, take over for Diggs and be the the X receiver, if he's that guy, he's he's a wide receiver one right off the bat, which is insane to say because rookie wide receivers never do that. But man, has there ever been a clearer path for a, a high end, hyped up rookie wide receiver to go in and be the man right away?" If Justin Jefferson is already getting the hype and and the coaches are falling in love with this guy, man, look out because he was amazing. So if he's a wide receiver one, then what's Thielen? Also, like what what were Diggs and Thielen both wide receiver ones? Yeah, that's a good point. I take that back. Like they they don't have they don't have anything else. Like Kyle Rudolph's nothing. Like he's not part of the passing. They have two passing targets and that's it and they cook out of the backfield but i mean as far as wide receivers it's the two of them yeah that's how that's that's their offense and with jefferson i think he's going to play this slot and it's ironic that they picked jefferson from with the pick they got from buffalo 22nd overall so they yeah. basically just swap trade digs yep. for jefferson so he saw lots what? of targets, even like as a in LSU, ninety percent of his uh, targets were out of the slot. So he knows what he's doing. And if you take Diggs' uh, numbers, uh, ninety-four targets over eleven hundred yards, six touchdowns. So I I can't see Jefferson if 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 he goes right into that that kind of Diggs role. 
I think he does have potential to be a wide receiver one B, maybe a wide receiver two. And even wh- as a wide receiver two, that's huge. As a rookie, rookie running back, wide receiver, so, wide receiver. What? Mm. <laughs> yeah, wide receiver. Okay, it's just go ahead. We're moving on. Is uh, this just oh. one final question here? Is Justin Jefferson the first wider uh, rookie wide receiver drafted this year? For me, yes. Should he be? For me, yes. Just because of where he landed. What about Regare? Nope. It's Jefferson. What about CD? It's Jefferson. Okay, but All right. Jefferson has cousins. He's lost his offensive coordinator. He throws for over 3,600 yards. No one else is there. So Jefferson will eat. I like your call. Yeah, I think he's got to be the number one rookie wide receiver. All right, boys, that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, We're at the end now. We hope everyone enjoyed the show. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Jordan. And uh, we'll see you all next Tuesday. All right, bye. (laughs) 